0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. It's the beginning of the year. And every beginning of the year, we kind of reflect on last year. We look out. this year and see what can happen um let me give you a blue table or red table discussion frank moment here i know you're saying are you talking about that show that uh will smith's wife is on with her yeah i'm talking about that one on facebook where can we get real here for a second i know a lot of you have made money on tech stocks and i know tech stocks are coming off another great year which brings the question of, A, should I sell? B, should I buy? C, what should I do? D, I, should I rotate? Like, A lot of us have the same questions. Tech stocks helped make my career. I grew up with an Atari 2600 joystick in my hand when I was five or six. Um, I was a Pac-Man arcader. I looked at Space Invaders and wondered how they did it. I got into basic programming languages and COBOL languages and... Uh, Things that really weren't going to add up to a a lot, how shall we say? So I was on the precipice of part of the video game tech revolution of computers, Intel, Windows operating system, and how it all came together. Um, So I've made – I would say most of my wealth has been – I don't want to say most because that's a little misleading. But most of my investable wealth has been made in some way, shape, or form touching tech stocks. So I know you have questions about them. I know where I live in the Bay Area. A lot of people work for tech companies. That could be kind of dangerous because they already provide you a paycheck. That paycheck already goes to filling your mortgage, which is expensive. It's a big chunk of change in the Bay Area. Um, That paycheck is tied towards your healthcare. That paycheck is tied towards your automobile payment. So betting on your own company could be even more disastrous than you think it could be, potentially. I want to talk a little bit about Investing in tech and what I expect 2021 to be all about. Keep in mind, I'm going to jump all around Um, payments, for instance. Um, This is big business in the world of tech. FinTech is kind of what we're calling it now. If you look at tech as a disruptor, very, very slow to change was the financial institutions. Early on was the music. Media, it was easy to rip a CD and post it on the internet anonymously and everyone started copying it So we kind of started seeing what digitization could do So tech stocks, right I I can talk Bitcoin Uh, Bitcoin broke through 34,000 it's up 13% for the year then it goes to 37,000 then it goes down under 30,000 It's incredibly volatile Uh, as a speculation I have no problem with it in a small part of your portfolio. When I just say small, I'm talking like 2%. But that's also like as a speculation of your spending cash, of your budgetary on a monthly basis. If I were to say, hey, if you want to spend 2% on horse racing and 8% on movies and entertainment, that'll be your whole 10% of your money is going to entertainment. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to lump that in there because uh, it doesn't do a lot other than it seems to go up. <laughs> Doesn't look pretty, it just seems to go up, right? So let's talk about what a lot of the professionals are saying out there of what we can expect for 2021 and tech stocks. Again, this is not definitive in any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't think it's gonna be easy, but a lot of the, the trends are going to remain. Cybersecurity is a huge one. I don't see that going away um politics is entering into the world of social media stocks oh and for the record tesla passed facebook as the largest valuation uh not no, between the two <laughs> i was gonna say in the world no that's not quite right but you see where i'm trying to go out with that um Last year's winners could be subject to a big rotation. That's always a fear. When you see companies like Apple up 80% in one year, you go to yourself, well, maybe it's gone as far as it can go. Maybe I should rotate now into something else. And I'm not going to knock you if that's your thing. I'm going to say try to figure out what's working and why on Wall Street. Of Of course, we're in a COVID world where... We're going to be moving back to a world of services from goods, to private from public, and to in-person from virtual. The Scars of COVID aren't going to go away. One of the areas that COVID we've learned tech is very, very good at is tech sucks can handle working from home. I still believe Microsoft has some upside based on more of us are working from home and more of us are going to want to work from home. I'm not saying that they're not going to be able to ever get us back into the office, but it's going to be difficult um, to get us back to that full employment inside the office, so to speak. Some other big stories of 2021 is streaming. There's a new show on Netflix that eh, I I question if I should even say it out loud kind of thing because I'm going to start looking – Kind of like my age, if that makes sense. Uh, the new show is – is it called Edgerton? And the number of people watching it – oh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton, sorry. Uh, Netflix had 63 million people in the first couple of weeks watch Bridg- Bridgerton. Um, a good TV show on a, Netflix, on a uh, network like ABC, NBC, CBS, it might get 11 million eyeballs. Bridgerton got 63 million Discovery Channel yesterday launched its new streaming service Discovery Plus hoping to carve out its own niche which if you like shows like Below Deck, Animal Planet, HGTV, Food Network, if you like things with a human being who seems to be unscripted but many of those shows are scripted I have a friend that worked on a reality show called The Unpoppables which was about people who could make balloon animals I know you're saying, really? Are you serious? He said it was so produced. He said they would come up with a challenge, like we have to go to Children's Hospital and which of the three of us could come up with the craziest uh, bridge of balloons to make the kids happy? And then he was like, oh, in the casting, one of the people who could twist balloons happened to be a person addicted to physical contact with members of the opposite sex. So the casting kind of got into the reality world mentality kind of thing. Then you might have had someone who was a little... You know, addicted to drugs and, you know, this is all legend. And I'm just trying to explain to you, it's not as scripted as you think it is, right? You know that. Please tell me you know that. Anyway, um, back to trends of 2021. Th- these are big picture things with big dollars. And I'm not going to tell you that in no way, shape or form can you lose money because you can. I got an email yesterday that was almost upsetting how bad it was. Um... Where someone just didn't know what they were doing in any way, shape, or form. I'll talk about that email in a little bit. But some of the more obvious investing themes for 2021 will be cybersecurity, 5G, and digitization. E-commerce. Those are all in the tech purview, right? I think there's more regulation with governments. Travel and leisure. Big investment trend reopening for stay at home if all goes well and so far it's not all going well you can find me online at robblackshow.com find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to rob black's twitter his handle is at rob black show listen to rob black and your money weekday mornings seven to nine on am 1220 kdow One of the things I was briefly alluding to there in the first segment of the show was something along the lines of um, investment trends, stories, so to speak, versus individual stocks. I got an email yesterday from someone that – I'm not going to use the word it upset me because in the end it's your money. But – the man was asking about a company called XRP energy and I'm like, okay, let's take a look. I know nothing about XRP. I'll play along. And the first thing I see is it doesn't have a typical ticker symbol. And then I see the price is 23 cents and I see that word next to it is cryptocurrency. And I'm like, oh boy. So this, this question is coming from someone who's a speculator, not an investor not a trader, someone who's speculating. Typically, I'm going to throw him in a profile of someone who's probably in his late 40s, early 50s, that probably didn't start saving enough for retirement in his 20s and learned investment lessons along the way that probably would have made him more of a prudent investor or a wise investor. Then I remember, hey, didn't I see something about this company being uh, delisted or something like that? So you have the SEC looking into the company, and there's a couple mantras out there. There's a couple things that you should live by. Uh, I I used to say this in a funny way, and I don't even know if it's funny anymore. But you should say things like, um, I want to date – Hmm, let's not use the sexist examples. You should have standards. Like when my kid's in second grade, he should be able to read at the second grade level, not kindergarten. Or you should start getting upset and say, this is inappropriate. You should say things like, I want meat that has more red in it than say chewy fat. You should have standards, right? SEC charging Ripple and what it means for cryptocurrencies is that it is a wild, wild west out there. I would be cautious. You're hearing way too many people talk about making money and there will be some ripple effects on this. For those dabbling in cryptocurrency, Coinbase is one of the easiest, most straightforward ways to get in the game. Um, But when I see a grown man write me an email like, hey, what should I do with my XRP? I'm like, what was the plan? You must have had a plan. When you bought it, did you want to sell it higher or sell it lower? Will you have bought more of it went lower? Or why did you buy it in the first place? He, see, he didn't vet it enough. And then when it gets into trouble, he's panicked. Companies would be fully suspended by the United States government January 19th, essentially destroying their business model. I would be very, very cautious going after penny stocks or going after a story without earnings. The story stocks that I tend to like, yeah, I'll go after some companies with revenue, for sure. But I'd rather say, let's take a look at electric vehicles and figure out clean energy. Let's say clean energy is the first big you know, uh, growth pattern. What falls under clean energy? Well, you could say renewables like solar, renewables like electric vehicles. And then you say, okay, who's the king of electric vehicles? You can say Tesla. And you can kind of start filling out your punch card, so to speak, of how do you want to play this? Do you want to go with a company that has no earnings or the company that has the greatest revenue or the company that's revenues moderate, but they're growing their earnings intelligently? Um, that's how I play investment trends. And as we moved away from desktop computers, and I remember back in the 1990s uh, reporting for CNET radio, oh, the Dell's got a $4,000 computer. And then it was a $3,500 home computer. And then it was a $3,000 home computer. 2,500, 2,000, 1, 1,000, and then you got to the sub-1,000 computer, but you were playing the uh, you know, the explosion of, of CPU power. Then you got into GPUs, CPUs versus GPUs, CPUs being the brains of the computers, GPUs being the um, how can we make the matrix fake world into our world look like a real world. Um, and then you get into NVIDIA's competitor like AMD. AMD also competes with Intel. So you start laying out like who is the more aggressive players? Who are the more conservative players? That's the way I like to play growth. Doesn't mean that's the way you should, but like e-commerce to me has Amazon, the king. Walmart, they ain't too shabby, but they ain't the king of electronic commerce. Shopify, they're the up and newcomer. Costco's made some really nice inroads into e-commerce. You can look at travel stocks that should recover in 2021 as investment themes. Boeing has a long way to go to get back to where they were. And it seems like the peak of the pandemic should be hitting now. And that should be the worst of it for Boeing, I'll tell you. The worst of it was in spring and summer when people were dreadfully locked into their homes and didn't want to go anywhere. Over the Christmas holiday, we flew 1.3 million people on Sunday coming back after New Year's. So we've built from 300,000 people going through TSA to 1.3 million. We're getting to there, but it's still 55% below where we were this time last year. I haven't been in an Uber in nine months. I think I'll be in an Uber nine months from now. So as an investor, that's how you play it. Six months into the future. Airbnb, I'm going to hold off on even though I'm probably incorrect because I think Airbnb is going to go from the consumer market also to the business market. Two semiconductors that I think are going to be consolidators, AMD and NVIDIA, they seem to be doing great, and they seem to have the capital in stock to go out and acquire other companies. Cybersecurity, I don't know about this whole solar winds thing. I only have so many hours in my day. But I know there was a big hack against the United States, and it looks like it was from Russia. Misdirect says China, but security experts say Russia. That's good enough by me. I don't live in a deep state. I don't live in a world of paranoia. It's good enough for me. So uh, cybersecurity, CrowdStrike, Zscaler, Palo Alto Networks, those are all the obvious names. Then you can get into like otter plays like Okta or Norton LifeLock. 5G, the king, Qualcomm, they've announced a new CEO, our CEO retiring. That won't be too tough of a transition because the person they're putting in place is the head of the 5G division, which is where we are in technology at this point in time in licensing to cell phone companies, to modem companies, to thermostat companies. Um, 5G, if I were to be conservative, like, oh, I don't want to lose a penny, I'm going after Texas Instruments. If I want to be sexy, I'm going after Skywork solutions. For stimulus checks that are coming right here, right now, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, they're the obvious short-term gainers. If China reopens under a different administration, maybe you're looking at Caterpillar and Visa. Remote work seems to be a trend that's not going to go away. Zoom, Microsoft, Salesforce, then safer plays like Dell and Apple, healthcare big under Biden, CVS, Humana, United Health Group, Johnson Johnson. Four years from now, I would think they're all higher. It's all the worker of writers particular action. stocks mentioned? I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Microsoft said its source code has been accessed accessed, 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 by Russian hackers suspected of carrying out a sweeping espionage campaign. Um... We have to get to a better world than passwords. We have to. There was a company that I invested in a long time ago that used to make secure ID tokens. I did really well with them. They were eventually acquired by Network Solutions, um, RSA Security, and you had a key fob. And anytime you logged into a secure site, it would say, "Hey, what's the number on your keychain say?" Uh, we. Gone through some biometrics with Apple, putting your thumb on the print button, and we just—the security's still not right, is it? And how many passwords are we all juggling? Too many is the answer. Me personally, I say try to come up with at least two days, maybe four days a year, where you change every single password that you can. I know, I live ever completely on a digital life. I still have friends who are afraid to get a uh, like a Bank of America bank account online. But anyway. Let's change the topic to cybersecurity is not going to go away. So you can invest in cybersecurity. There will be big dollars continuing to go that direction. Doubling down on chicken. McDonald's. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. They're going to launch three chicken sandwiches in February as it tries to reach new customers with more poultry on its menu. This is one of the saddest stories about the 2020 pandemic, right? is how many mom and pops that had genuine uniqueness and flavor to them had to go through one shutdown of spring and summer. And they kind of reopened in the fall and winter, only to shut back down in the winter and spring. Ugh, timing, right? So getting people into your stores, if you're a big chain like McDonald's, it's not that tough. You've got that drive-through architecture. That appears to have a lot of plastic and glass between you and your food, essentially. Or between potentially sick people making your food and getting it to you. And you consuming said sick, non-sick food, right? So fast food has got an inherent advantage. If you were a mom-and-pop company, you probably didn't say, let's set up a restaurant with a drive through Maybe a couple, right? But McDonald's is doubling down on chicken because a couple of years ago, They saw how Popeye's kind of had this crazy phenomenon. Well, that was part of it, right? But also Chick-fil-A, out of nowhere, said we're bigger than Burger King. We're bigger than Wendy's. We are number three behind McDonald's and Starbucks. And it's in the name, Chick-fil-A. Eat more white meat versus red meat. Millennials' tastes changing. Baby boomers, as we get... Uh, am I a baby boomer now? I'm a uh, generation X generation X as we get older doctor's like you got to cut red meat out Mr.. Black or you are going to have a heart attack and die uh, Good and all serious on me So I do like trends like Millennials I do because they spend and I do like trends like cybersecurity because Russians hack It's at least a good start to picking stocks or picking sectors And every sector that we talk about, there's an exchange-traded fund out there that can match you up with it. So if you wanted to identify the seven most important trends and invest in the seven most important trend ETFs, they're out there. Um, ESG funds. When you're starting to get socially correct and environmentally correct, companies that do good corporately – company, uh, i.e. hiring as many women as men, i.e. paying women as much as men. That's when you start getting into governance. So environmental, social, and governance. That gets a little bit dicier for me to talk about because in the end, I'm going to let you figure out where you stand on these issues. And I'm going to come back and say, you can invest in trends. That's the big picture, and then it's up to you to figure out who all the players are. Who's the 800-pound gorillas? You know, Earlier I was talking about one of the trends for the next year, five years, 10 years, which is a good time horizon in the world of investing because Wall Street looks about six months in front of its nose, and that's about it. But one of the trends over the next five years will be more electric vehicles. We're seeing 2020 going down as one of the years with craziest hurricanes, craziest wildfires, craziest winter weather. And we seem to be saying that every single year. So you get someone like Elon Musk, who's at the right place at the right time. I don't know if his mom was a hippie, but something went right from her brain to his brain of make cars that don't pollute the environment. Make solar panels so that people can live off the sun. Sunshine's theory-free. Make the technologies to incorporate it into our, our grid. Yesterday, Tesla Tesla didn't announce, YouTube announced. Again, not ABC, NBC, CBS, because we're all watching Bridgerton on Netflix. But when you're not on Bridgerton on Netflix, you're probably, maybe, possibly watching YouTube. And one of the YouTube videos that popped up yesterday was Tesla went 358 miles across California with only one human intervention. Two days prior, they did the same exact thing. It's a website called Whole Mars Catalog. And last Friday, they tried to make the same exact trip or a similar trip, but there was some debris on the roads. So the driver had to put his hands on the wheel. Now, with Teslas, you have to put a pinky on the wheel. You have to put your hand on the wheel. Sometimes you have to squeeze the wheel to prove that you're still there when you're in full self-driving mode. It's packages now cost $10,000, but that package allows the car to stop at traffic lights, recognize signs, change lanes, park themselves. It does not give the car full autonomy. You have to kind of still be conscious. Even though there's been a Tesla driver pulled over by the police, where they can clearly see the guy snoring while he's driving. So what they do is they get in front of him, and the car is smarter than you because you're asleep. You would have ran into the cop car, but because it's got radars and lidars and sensors, it slowly slows down and the cops can stop the car by getting in front of them that way. Pretty cool. Um, but the driver in this case from Mars catalog, he didn't touch the steering wheel other than the nominal touch. He didn't accelerate. He didn't uh, brake. He had to stop once to charge the car. That was the only time for 1 minute and 15 seconds where a human was in control of a 358-mile-long trip. The software is getting better. When you can go from downtown SpaceX in Los Angeles all the way to Silicon Valley um, – He's on to something. It's still part of a trend. It's a gimmick, but the idea of cutting down on car accidents, is pretty crazy cool as an idea, in my my opinion. And how how will that affect things like insurance industries? I got a check back from my insurance company, USAA, this year, because they're like, you're clearly not driving as much as you usually do. COVID. Therefore, we're going to take less money from you, still applying that we will win in the long run. Hmm. Gary Cohn is joining IBM as vice chairman. Stories like that don't really inspire me to look at IBM. IBM is an old tech company. And IBM reminds me of your grandfather who goes, when I was your age, I had three women on my three arms. Grandfather, you only have two arms. When I was your age, I had two women on each arm and one on my back. Okay, Grandpa, whatever you say. Uh, To me, IBM feels like the grandfather whose best days were behind it. But I could tell you amazing stories about IBM and how they had the world. And you know who else had the world at one point in time? Sony. And you know who else had it at one point in time? Ericsson and Nokia. So do I think Apple's impervious? No, because history has shown me tech companies can and will slip. IBM was once so pervasive. They were the Apple in the 1960s, which eventually became digital equipment of the 1970s. Every 10 years, tech has a different dominant leader. The 90s, I think you'd have to say Windows, Microsoft Windows and Intel. 2000s, I think we can rightfully say, started the, the epic era of Apple. And they've done a pretty good job of keeping their cash flow high to keep their research levels high. I saw those Apple AirTags yesterday. They've leaked now. <clears throat> and they look cool. Two days ago, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a Tile thing where it's going to wor- work with Bluetooth and near-field communications. And they're going to do a little different than Tile did. And Tile, like, yeah, we lose our car keys and we lose our phone. And yeah, in theory, you'll be able to attach this. Yeah, 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 yeah I get it. I wasn't all that excited, but after seeing the industrial design of these things, They're pretty cool looking. If you want to go, ooh ah, ooh ah, for something that's going to be a tracking technology, go for it. Singapore is reporting, speaking of tracking technologies and cybersecurity, that they had a COVID tracking app that the police are now starting to use (laughs) to uh, bust criminals. Ah, you say this is where you were, and why does it say you were here? That's when technology gets a little scary. Technology got real scared in the 1960s with IBM Gary Cohn has just joined their board. Who's Gary Cohn? wasn't he an economic advisor to Trump? Yes And wasn't he a big financial guy before that? Yes, so I don't get excited by that IBM story But in the 1960s IBM uh, there was a movie called 2001 Space Odyssey And there's a computer and it it scared America like uh, uh, the computer took over the space mission And it's gonna destroy this astronaut and kill him. It doesn't want to go back to earth. What's going on? Computers are evil Speaking of Elon Musk, that was HAL. That's the computer from 2001, and HAL is H-A-L. And if you shift H4 to I, and A to B, and L to M, you get IBM. And it kind of shows you the fear the world was having of big technology companies, even though it's been widely disputed that that was the meaning of HAL. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, I think he probably did something kind of intentional with that one. Or was it Arthur C. Clark? Anyhow, and anyway, great literature, great movies. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW couple loose ends to tie up this hour stocks rebounded today after a sharp sell-off to start the year a lot of people look at the first five days of the year and go as those first five days go so goes the year if we have it up first five days of january it's gonna be an optimistic year If we were down first five days to be a pessimistic year the downside on that is i don't believe it I kind of believe you have to leave room in there for variables like COVID-19 hitting or Russia invading Ukraine or 9-11. I don't think it's as easy as to, you know, pin the tail of the donkey and cheat by using gauze and you're looking straight at it kind of thing. It's not that easy on Wall Street, but it could be, right? Bay Area rent update, San Francisco, year over year, down 24%. Santa Clara down 24 percent. Oakland down 22 percent. JP Morgan says Bitcoin could hit 146,000 buckaroos long term as it competes with gold. Gold and silver are rising to start the year. Those are the big stories in my mind. Good riddance to 2020. I'm not one of those people. I'm not a happy new year kind of guy. I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not really working off the Gregorian calendar. Now <laughs> you're saying, I don't think that's quite right. Okay, maybe, maybe not. It's just another day for me. Um, The new iPhone 12 is something that we really, really want to use, but we're stuck inside. It's supposed to have a great long battery life, which would be great for trips, traveling, great camera, uh, water resistant so I can go into the beach and not worry about water from the ocean hitting it and destroying it, taking it out. But I feel like I haven't been able to test it, kind of thing. And I think that's America right now. <clears throat> we have great gadgets, we have great toys, but we're still caught up in that Zoom seance. Can you see me? Kimosabi, can you see me? I'm coming in. Oh, I watched a documentary, and Kimosabi came up because that word got put in my brain over the weekend. I uh, watched a Leonard Nimoy documentary on um, Spock, or the playing the character of Spock on Netflix. It was pretty fascinating. The dude had major talent and major chops. He regularly played a Chinese man and an American Indian. <laughs> Before he got caught up in the whole James kind of thing. Singer, songwriter, poet, photographer. True Renaissance man. Um but again that's where I'm at with Netflix. I'm hoping I don't run out of shows before COVID is over because I don't know. So we have a lot of cool things. We have but we also have still we're in the world of Zoom. We're not in the world of 5G. Um 5G's not completely rolled out yet, so we don't know. You can live in like the marina of San Francisco and not get 5G, and yet you can live in Palo Alto and get five G. And since we're not really crossing the road right now, we're not knowing what we have and don't have. That's why 5G is still a pretty good opportunity for 2021. I think we're all looking for 2021 to reopen, whether it be schools or businesses on some level. 2020 was a a testing year for us. 2021 will be how far did we come. It's not the distance. It's not what you get that you're unhappy about. It's the distance between what you wanted and what you get so much grief, so much isolation. The journey feels like it's quite a bit going on. 2021, I like talking about um, tech predictions, um, restrictions in the United States. They're saying that you may have to download an app to attend a game in the future. So you get your ticket Ticketmaster, and they'll send you a thing that says, hey, any chance you got your COVID shot? Because we're not doing cash. And you're gonna see at Super Bowl this year a contactless venue where there's gonna be no paper tickets, there's gonna be no money, you can download an app from the team or maybe from Ticketmaster. It's suddenly all your concessions are gonna go into cash, which for the record it's going into your phone, Apple pays there kind of thing, right? Google pays there. So that app will be able to track you even better. Starbucks knows from their app that you might visit their stores twice a month. It used to be twice a week. And they know that when you were working, you were going twice a week or three times a week or four times a week. So the amount of super data being collected is staggering. And you you better believe that sports teams want that information aggressively. 2021 is going to be a year where you're going to see comprehensive federal privacy legislation. In my belief, I think it's both a Republican and a Democrat issue. Both sides of the aisle have suddenly shown a strong, intense caring about your online privacy rights. So look for the companies that are in FANG, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Down the road, even Tesla, of having to play by privacy and policy changes or challenges this might be the better way because we know Facebook, Google and Apple We'll try to sidestep the Justice Department and Federal Trade Commission as best they can. But the drama could be there. And, you know, whatever reporter is on whatever financial network, they may say, look like Facebook's going to be broken up. And that sounds like a horrible thing. But the reality is that could be a thing that creates the stock, the stock to unlock value. I think 2021, you're going to see a lot of politicians. That's something that both sides of the aisle can agree on. And in the end, they have to have some moments of zen and not moments of, I hate you, I want to get your eyes out between the Republicans and Democrats. Zoom, Google Meet, WebEx, Apple Fitness Plus. These are all areas that are not necessarily hardware, but software oriented or content oriented. I think you're going to see the software and content have a big year in 2021. Hardware, I'm not saying it's priced in because it's not. There's still upside, but there's a lot of upside in the software and services. You can find me online at roblackshow.com.